0: I should have wrote. Sorry, what were you saying? As <laughs> I said, you wrote down notes. I should have wrote down notes because there oh, was a man. lot of a uh, very iconic lines that I thought would have been funny.
1: <laughs>
0: Gals,
1: they uh, how'd you like how'd you like the bartlett the Charlie's Bartlets? I'm Brian,
0: and I'm Brad, and this is the
1: spoiler review. Hope you Ooh. caught it over the weekend. <laughs> uh, gave love to this underappreciated movie uh is there a part you want to start off with brad
0: Uh, um i guess we can kind of start out start off in the beginning when um he is being kicked out of a fancy really nice fancy private school for making uh fake ids (laughs) and his mom comments these are actually pretty good
1: (laughs) (laughs) uh now might be the time for an endowment <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, so we open up we We have that cheering fantasy, I guess, you know of Charlie Bartlett yep. talking the, to a crowd kind
0: of r- runs the whole movie from from that point on.
1: and then what seems like a teacher, I would guess, based on his age, wishing Charlie some luck. And yeah, we get into, we see a scene that today might not be the most realistic, um, you know, realistic representation of what this would be, considering all the celebrities who got outed for uh, bribing their kids' ways into colleges. Oh,
0: yeah, and spent a year and <laughs> one day in jail, and happened yeah. to be on a TV show called Full House, and... <laughs>
1: And uh, what is it? Desperate Housewives as well. Oh yeah, good first season. I fell yep. off on second season. <laughs> um, but yeah, he ends up getting kicked out.
0: Cougar Town. Yeah.
1: Never seen it. Only seen the clip with Abed in the background. Yeah, that's the reason <laughs> I bring it up.
0: Because I've never seen it outside of outside of um, that clip. Just because it was funny. <laughs>
1: um. But yeah. All right, so you mentioned this in the non, or no, you mentioned this in between that you wish you had written notes because there were so many iconic lines. Is one of your iconic lines when she says there's more to high school than just being popular? And he's like, Can you give me an example <laughs> or something? <laughs> and she's like, Nothing comes to mind. <laughs> <laughs> Is that one of them?
0: No, um,
1: that would be for me.
0: <laughs> the, the monologue at the end was good um robert Downey jr's monologue in front of the pool was good mm. um his justifications for doing the things that he does a lot of times have like a little quip or kind of like a quick quick hitter kind of thing um a lot of them turned out really well so a lot of a lot of the jokes kind of went through pretty well
1: yeah. but uh what did you want to say about the um the printing press that he had
0: <laughs> yeah it was and then his mom was like oh they, these are pretty good and then it's like well it's not like he needs the money yeah but we're still gonna kick you out anyway <laughs> yeah. and that's kind of how we find out that he's um pretty well off i mean he has his own butler <laughs> or yeah. his own driver that drives around everywhere
1: i was gonna say this this scene actually when or this scene or the next scene where they're talking about him going to school at the public school reminded me of a healthier version of Harry and Norman Osborn in the first Spider-Man movie the first Sam Raimi Spider-Man movie
2: okay do you,
1: do, you, do you remember that when Norman's dropping Harry off with the chauffeur he's like can you uh, Bernard or whatever can you go you around parked the park me block? around
0: the corner yeah
1: yeah uh and the father the father was doing what I kind of what I was mentioning in the non spoiler episode of like, what are you talking about? Fuck fuck you know about that. Get out. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna <laughs> listen to you, kid. <laughs> Even though he looks 30. Um but yeah this one yeah that's what that was reminding me of.
3: Anyway.
0: Yeah. The public school that he goes to seems sweet though. I mean you got like all the all the different characters of kids like he walks in it's like mostly like punk and like skateboarders and stuff like that seem very seemed pretty cool of a high school yeah and then they, they got their own like student lounge yeah it's got that like a pool table and a video <laughs> games and stuff
1: yeah that's not uh that's not something my high school had no definitely not. <laughs> um yeah uh, what 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 topic because i love this movie i could i've got a, <laughs> enough to talk about but i want to hear from you since i've been talking um, about it for so long
0: yeah since you've been every episode from here from from the start um the reason i we talked about this a little bit in the spoiler uh, free section the reason why i think this movie would have done better within the last five years versus when it came out is just the prescription drug opioid crisis um that we kind of went through towards like the late 2010s like 2016 17 18 19 um and how doctors just—if you go to the right doctors, tell them the right things—they're just there to give you medicine, not to actually diagnose you. Um, so I think that would have been—that was not well served. It back in 2007, I think it was kind of an underrated topic. Where last, you know, five, ten years, it was a—it's much, much bigger topic. So I think if this movie was was to be redone today, I think it would go over a lot better.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that actually I remember. I think I stopped when I was like a sophomore in high school, and I don't remember when I started, but I was I was prescribed like Adderall and Ritalin, um, so that definitely hit because you know what was
0: that last week, two weeks ago? What was that?
1: Because I'm so young. Yeah, appreciate you. Uh, <laughs> but no, I I definitely have to have 80 D because I didn't have the reaction that these kids have with uh, with it and the reactions that people in real life have told me they've had with those <laughs> drugs. But for me, it I'm so glad I stopped because it really just flattened my personality to essentially nothing. Like, it just made me not have no personality
0: it turned you um gray, where you're just neutral, yeah, you're just kind of flat, you're there, you're running through the motions, but you're just flat, no yeah, yep. you're not too, you're not high, you're not low, you're just you're you're gray, you're neutral,
1: yeah, and i I mean like I don't know if it helped me with my focus issue the the truth is if I'm passionate about something, who, look at that focus, like everybody, and if it's
3: Boring and dumb and or a waste of my time. Then yeah, I'm not. Yeah, if I'm not going
1: to use it, if I if I don't have a you know whatever class and school that just I history would not serve me, you know, (laughs) because unless I'm pulling from like old stories to adapt into a movie kind of thing, but
0: Uh, shout out Green Knight.
1: Which I haven't seen <laughs> it,
0: it um, pulls from it pulls from an old uh, medieval play or medieval um, poem, so there you go, that's all I'm gonna say, so go ahead,
1: yeah, no uh nothing about any legends with circular tables that nope. are referenced in the king's man
0: <laughs> uh, barely 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 <laughs> names by name only
1: um. Oh, what was it? But yeah, so but when I got off it, then I felt my
3: personality come back, uh, so to speak. Um Yeah, and yeah. what is it like? What did I write down? Oh, I,
1: I eventually wrote down teenagers think they have everything figured out, adults think they have everything figured out. Neither. <laughs> Neither <Yeah>. is true.
0: <laughs> you know who might have things figured out? Old people.
1: <laughs> Honestly, I think I while watching it this time, I actively thought like you could be a thousand years old and you still don't have everything figured out. <laughs> like, yeah, there's more wisdom if you go to like grandpa.
3: But there might also be a lot of racism and not it's not figured out.
1: <laughs> because you end up just being set in your ways and be like, "Nah, I'm good. I figured it out. I'm done.
0: I'm done. I'm not going to learn your newfangled technology."
2: Yeah,
1: uh, I I figured out all my morals at thirty back in 1950, <laughs> and I haven't changed since. <laughs> um...
0: Oh boy. Yeah.
1: All right. So let um... me here. This is. I think a lot of the reasons I like this is because a lot of the issues they touch on I went through. I didn't have, I basically didn't have any friends until I was like partway through high school. I I was just awkward and didn't ha- and like it never changed. It took me a long time to break out of that.
0: Easy kip, um, easy kip. Which one was kip? Um, the one who um, attempted. Oh yeah, no. But seriously, like that, that's that's funny that you say that because he mentions in the movie how nobody actually knows his name.
1: I'm bad. I'm. Bad. Who's Charlie? <laughs> Who's Charlie? Yeah, Is it Charles. Charles. No, but, uh... Uh,
0: our um, Rob Downey Jr. calls him Charles at the end. No, he says <laughs> Chuck. No, he calls him Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> calls um him, sit down, Chuck.
1: <laughs> but honestly, like I. I consider myself very fortunate that I don't have uh clinical depression. I've never had to suffer through that. I've known people who
3: have, um, if you are like, fuck, I please, you know, all the things you
1: hear everybody say these days, thankfully, you know,
3: I hope you have help
1: people around you. um, Kip is the closest in the cast that I can relate to, the closest person. Uh, I've had thoughts, you know, being sad as a kid, like, of doing that. Uh, But I've, it's just never been, I've never actually truly entertained that. I've never had to, but, like,
3: growing up, I think
1: the one person who was, There was one kid in like grade school, and I was in that school until I was sixth grade who was nice to me. His name's Matt. I'm not going to say his last name because people, you know, just in case this actually blows up one day, I don't want people to, like, find him. (laughs) Uh, But one moment that I really remember, I'll always remember from that time, was a kid that would bully me, like, pressure, and, like, everybody bully me, uh, except this kid. Uh, pressured Matt to be like, "Are you his friend?" And he's like, "I he 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 gave he wouldn't give a yes or a no, because and I don't blame him. He was like, if it wasn't me, I think he would have been the bottom of the totem pole, you know. And it hurt my feelings at the time because I was a fucking fifth grader, or sixth grader, or whatever. Um,
3: but it was just some bully kid who wanted to like embarrass me." possibly embarrass him
1: and so shout shout out to matt thank you i get why you didn't make uh one way (laughs) or another but you were like the one person who was nice to me um i literally and when i was in like seventh eighth grade the girl that i had a crush on because she was nice to me i overheard her at the table laughing with her friends saying that she's only nice to me in case i came to school and shot up the school and she'd be the last one you know so wow yep um wow kids are kids can be assholes
2: <laughs> what yeah, push, push them
1: <laughs> shocking shocking um and you know i didn't have parents who actually uh, my parents were adults that thought they knew everything and dismissed anything i you know they the number of times i'd heard uh because I said so, <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, something that I or like you'll understand when you're a parent.
0: You understand when you're older. Yeah,
1: you understand when you're older. Nope, still don't understand. uh Thank you for teaching me all the wrong ways to parent. I have, I have. Hope you know I'll have to wait a decade to find out what I fucked up uh in terms of raising my daughter. Because I, you know. No one's perfect, uh, but yeah. I think I <laughs> doing the exact opposite of what my parents did, and for a lot of things was the right choice. They weren't all bad. I took I took some notes and be like, "Oh, I like that," and used it. But
0: uh, yeah,
3: it, yeah, I would and, have and this...
1: I would have loved to be Charlie.
0: Martin. And and this movie also kind of rewinding just a touch here to um the parents um even um kate denning's dad our uh, robert darn jr kind of got it wrong too um and i think they kind of set him up for it too giving susan the pres- the prescription drug bag or for the pharmacy bag him assuming that it was some kind of drugs slaps it out of his hand he accidentally gets punched well not accidentally gets punched but he gets punched and mm-hmm. come to find out it was um like stop smoking pills
1: yeah it was nicotine gum nicotine gum and he thought it was birth control
0: or i i I thought he assumed it was drugs because at that point what's his name had already overdosed and everything too touche uh yeah i guess he doesn't it definitely could have went either way
1: yeah i think he just just yeah, that's interesting. I never thought about that because I the first time I saw it, I just assumed he thought it was birth control
0: because he's no longer a virgin and he shouts out <laughs> from a balcony in his boxers <laughs> for crying out loud. <laughs> um,
3: uh, I also I also didn't know my biological father growing up, so
1: I'm I don't know. It might have been I'm now i'm overanalyzing why i like this movie and like he had an absentee father you know
2: yeah
0: well, that he didn't want to see and kind of wanted to ignore but at the end finally comes around and goes to visit some.
1: oh man it broke my heart just remembering that he when i was watching him uh, react to his mom saying that his dad wasn't worried i was like oh, he wants him to be worried He wants him to care enough to worry, even if he'd be like, "You have nothing to worry about."
0: Yeah, why I'm taking it here in prison. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, I mean, this we talked about this before, or in the spoiler-free on Friday, but um, this movie's got a lot of touches on a lot of soft subjects. One Um, one of the subjects. Soft, yeah. delicate, uh, ten ply.
1: What the fuck does that word mean?
0: Ten ply. Well, <laughs> yeah, if, no if, si- if single ply toilet paper is rough and double ply um, toilet paper is soft, then ten ply would be like really soft. Be like seriously, just I'm, tell I'm, me
1: Bethany's pregnant because these dad jokes <laughs> are so
3: advanced. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: i'm I'm practicing i'm getting getting (laughs) loosened up this is only level one
1: prediction you have a child you don't know about (laughs) i hope not i hope i never have that that would be my nightmare not because i wouldn't want because i would regret every second i wasn't there
0: yeah um but um so one of the one of the biggest topics that it touches on um well it's not the it's it's a big topic, but not a big topic really in the movie is uh, suicide and attempt, attempt to suicide. Um, so to see Kip have to go through that, I really thought when they sat down, um, when Rob Dunn Jr. came over to his house, when he sat down, I really thought... And he slammed that tea, by the way. I don't know if you saw that, but uh, his tea glass was very empty. Um, I was really expecting them to tell them that he didn't make it. Yeah. That, that Kip didn't make it. So... I'm
1: glad. Um, I'm glad they went this route. Not only yes. I'm glad that he survived, but like that whole conversation with them, like and and him saying it's not like my issues just went away, you know, no. and they never go away. No, like that. I've I don't remember one like normal movie where they acknowledge that. It was making me think of uh, the Silver Linings Playbook which I really like. Yeah. And I think the third act works. Have you seen it? Yes. All right. So for anyone, the, the, it's a very nuanced or more nuanced than your normal movie about mental illness. And the third act is them doing a dance competition that really works. But from what I remember, because it's been a while since I've seen it, that's where it ends. And it really feels like a, like a, a solution or a you know like wow they figure like now they're together and ooh they're killing it this dance and like it, it I'm sure it doesn't obviously it doesn't solve everything but it feels like that as an audience mm-hmm. member you you leave on a high note and it's like ooh um, but that's not the even even as nuanced a story as that. I don't think it's a movie. It's not it's just not I know that Brad's getting tired of my rambling because I'm not I'm, no, <laughs> I'm not making a point. But uh you know that's just not reality. And it it when there's always a solution, it doesn't serve the people who it's representing, you know.
0: Yeah. I mean there's not there's not a solution to everything. There really isn't. I mean the only real thing is time really. I mean they they say time heal, heals all wounds. I mean it really doesn't, but I mean does it, does solve some issues.
1: It it dulls the pain of those wounds hopefully.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you know some some wounds yeah become non-existent over time. Not every one of them, not all of them for sure, but some definitely some of them but uh, you know what doesn't heal every wound is suicide.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: And that I mean that that whole section, I mean I, you could kind of see it coming a little bit in the movie um with Kip just because nobody knew who he was. I mean Charlie was the only one that really talked to him. He you know, he said, "Hey, I'm glad to meet you, blah blah blah." And that was about it. And he's kind of in the background of a lot of things. He's there but not s- focused um so you can kind of see it coming throughout the movie um but uh, after him to actually go through it kind of this is tough to watch yeah and then not to not to rat out charlie was kind of kind of commendable
1: (laughs) yeah i'll say that's one thing i really liked on this rewatch is you know most stories like Mean Girls and things like that. And it it, it feels very real. I'm not like shitting on Mean Girls for this. But when it comes to movies about people like joining the popular crowd, there's almost always someone who's not popular who gets left behind. In Mean Girls, you know, that's her two friends, the first friend she made. In, um, In 13, that's her childhood friend. Like they get forsaken, which is all to say, like, he's Charlie Bartlett has already made steps towards popularity. And then literally the least popular kid that we see in this school approaches him. And he goes on a deep research session for him. And I'm just like, shit, like I, I saw you be nice to Len. Lynn was who? Who was the yeah, kid on the Lynn. short bus? Yeah, he was well, nice to him. That was
0: who's on who's on the regular bus. It just looked short.
1: <laughs> Touche, um, But like, he he was nice to him when he wasn't popular, Charlie. So mm-hmm. it was really nice to see that after he had already started becoming popular, he didn't. Change his behavior, you know, and he really still wanted to be popular with everybody, no matter yeah. what their popularity level was, so to
0: speak. And and not only that, I mean he did all that research and and stuff on you know, psychology and stuff like that, to be able to operate a clinic basically for I'm sure what seemed like a lot of money to him, but it really is not a lot of money in the grand scheme of things. And then even after he stopped giving away the prescriptions, he was still doing it for free and they still had a lineup outside, out the door. It was just as long as it was when he was handing out prescriptions.
1: And speaking of the, uh, the therapy, the bathroom therapy, the scene with the cheerleader really made me notice, especially thinking about book smart, how there was an near utter lack near 100% lack of any slut shaming you yeah. know what i mean
2: like yeah. i mean this th- there mo- was a this
1: there was a look from the guy with the mohawk like
3: yeah but, i mean but- but
1: he didn't he didn't pause he didn't have to have a conversation with charlie his own therapy session like but she's had sex with all the re- i don't know sports what is it the rear end the back end the,
0: the backfield okay basically <laughs> all all the position players yeah, I don't know what that means. Yeah. Um <laughs> all the non-linemen.
1: <laughs> but like we we didn't even need to have a scene of him being like, dude, don't judge her. He didn't even judge her for a second. He he had yeah. a whoa. Okay, I didn't know that. Moving on. Um
0: and then kind of I don't want to say a solution, but gave her a different way to look at things. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean the, the therapy sessions that he gave i mean seemed like it seemed pretty productive in this in the scheme of you know it's helping them out so
1: yeah the only other thing i would have changed actually now that you mentioned now that you're making me think of the people he had therapy with was uh his advice to the woman who wanted to get breast implants it it's a little i've tweaked it to be like, hey, I prefer, you know, someone who's confident in who they are. So maybe start there. But then if after you are comfortable with who you are, you still want to do it, go for it. Like, yeah. it, it felt very much like that episode of Seinfeld where they're like, is, uh, I forget the actress's name. She was on Desperate Housewives. She was on Lois and Clark before uh, that. Um, but there's a whole episode where they're like, Oh, those are definitely fake. It's like no, if they're fake, I can't date her. <laughs> like <laughs> and it all turns out like the punchline is they're real and he'll never feel them and they're miraculous. Um, but like it's very for my money I'm like whatever. If this is a if you're only doing this to make up for a lack of confidence, then that's the wrong re- reason to get them. But if you're comfortable with yourself and you just want to alter yeah. something for yourself, go do it. It's just, yeah. God bless. I'm an atheist. though. <laughs> <laughs> so those are the two things that I don't think age perfectly for this movie, but I might actually keep it in because, you know, it highlights that he doesn't have a perfect answer for everybody.
3: At least. yeah.
0: Well and and it and he proves that at the end too. I mean he does have the perfect answer but not having the answer. Um when he's talking with uh Reb Donner Jr. when he's drunk, firing uh firing a gun into a pool and then into the air randomly by accident. And <laughs> yeah. But he you know said, What's give me the answer, Doc. Give me the answer, Doc. And he's like, I don't just have the a
3: answer. Kid. I'm, I'm just a just stupid a kid.
0: kid. <laughs> and he's like, Hold on, stop the presses. <laughs> oh, <yeah.
3: laughs>
1: run that
0: by run that by me one more time. <laughs> I was a kid once. I know how this feels.
1: <laughs> yeah, you just reminded me of that line, too, because he, he said he, there's swearing, like not super bad levels of swearing, but there's a few F words. He says, like, hold the fucking presses. Yeah. And I, I don't want to take those out because it just feels so natural.
0: Well, especially when you're drunk and venting. Yeah. And then but, it gives gives the actual definition and the Latin meaning of de- inventing and the Latin word for <laughs> it's like okay, but ooh, easy.
1: But but even if you took the nudity out, saying the F word twice automatically gets you an R rating. Yeah. And the reason I'm mentioning that is because it cuts out, I think, the most important audience for this movie. Kids that are in high school. Yeah. Like, this would be a great movie to show 10-year-olds. And I'm being perfectly honest. Like, so that they can have, I don't think they'd perfectly grasp every topic that we're covering, but it would give them a taste of it before they had to deal with it themselves. You know what I
3: mean?
0: Yeah, maybe not 10. Um, I mean, I was thinking
1: 13, but then they're probably already doing it since they're hitting puberty already.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but they still haven't had to face those those tasks yet yeah, through that you kind of have to go through in high school
2: okay
0: i mean i would say you know show them yeah 12 13 14 that way you can still be there to ah to talk to talk to them about everything
1: <laughs> yeah true okay fair enough yeah um i i like i think i went 10 because i like having so much space that you forget about it <laughs> you would be like oh shit yeah well what how do i know how to deal with this uh situation that's involving drugs getting illegally pressed i don't remember it was three years oh, ago Oh, that, that's right i sit in
0: the bathroom <laughs> and they hand them to me <laughs> <laughs> um, by, the, by the school bully yeah. um, um i thought they there's so many different minute topics in this movie too um dealing with you know school growing up becoming your own person um trying to do positive as, as independence and as a group um like pretending to, get... to
1: hate your dad so you don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so your friends don't judge you for loving your father <laughs> yeah, calling him calling the principal even at home. <laughs>
0: um but yeah even like these even like the cameras and the and how they handled that I like the way the movie handled that. I mean, it wasn't obviously it's not perfect because obviously you're you know, you're kids, so you're not you know, you don't handle things perfectly the first time around. T- typically takes a couple times, but um just the way they handled that in the movie.
1: Yeah, so. and uh what is it? It it made me think of like the the less you trust anybody the more they push back on you. Like mm-hmm. if you can't give them space to be themselves, ever without you being involved or watching them that's that's just not a healthy dynamic at all also the uh to your point of it would have been better 10 years later it reminded me so much of that tiktok trend where they showed them stealing stuff from their school bathrooms recording it and uploading it uh the them selling the videos of the bullying (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) like that in 2007 you might have i might have been like kids aren't that dumb that they're gonna sell their recordings as evidence Well, (laughs) at
0: at that time even before that time though like they were selling uh what was it girls gone wild and stuff like that and they got busted for having 16 and 17 year olds on there yeah that's why they don't do them anymore
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, but that that's like an adult crew, you know. That, yeah, who who are but, uh, I mean, hopefully but, getting lied to <laughs> about yeah. the person's age who was on there. Um, because that'd be really fucked up if they knew that they were sixteen and seventeen and then did it anyway. Yeah.
0: But uh, I mean, just so there's always somebody dumb. I mean, they would they were selling, you know, Kimbo Slice selling uh backyard brawls where they would you know, fight in the backyard. <laughs> Who's Kimbo Slice? Um, one of the famous like backyard brawlers. They would literally just fight in somebody's backyard. They'd record it and sell it. And okay. just two two people fighting in the backyard. He's a big dude.
1: Hope they signed releases. <laughs> no.
0: No, it was just just a fight. Oh god. I mean, they, they both agreed to the fight, but I mean, like, a release or a, anything like that, no.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah. Yikes. Um, yeah, and then uh, here, let me, I have, oh, another thing that this reminded
1: me of was uh, the the play. The play where he's immediately like, nope, can't do it. Nope, won't do it. Yep. It reminded me. In and high he's, school- he's,
0: wearing, he's wearing the bright red glasses.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Like, and he's pretending <laughs> to be like his agent.
1: Um, well, there was this time. I was, I was either a junior or a senior at my high school where. I don't know if your high school was like this, but we'd have performances sometimes where like there would be a performance every period in the auditorium and then certain classes would be brought in to watch it. And it would just be a por- like a, just a portion of the school during each period. So you might be a lucky student who is in four of the classes. They were randomly pulled from, but if, the idea was they couldn't fit ev- everyone in the auditorium, but by doing that, okay. you could show everybody. And there was this one day and the teacher's name is Mr. Ruiz. I won't say his first name for the uh, the aforementioned reasons. I didn't say Matt's last name. Um, but he he gave the students a lot of leeway. And I think it was his like first year at the school
3: as a teacher. And they had some uh, quite... Uh, they didn't use the F word, but it was adult humor and it was the students loved it
1: none of the (laughs) students hated like hated on it they were like wow we've that this is so cool like the the fact that he let them do that uh he got fired (laughs) just just a little adult humor that the kids had an idea for the high school kids who were seniors and he did not get to finish out the school year as a teacher and it just reminded me of how uh close-minded and restrictive and dumb (laughs) schools could be sometimes
0: um yeah i mean sometimes you can get away with stuff like that but I mean, depending on who you get running the school, just like in this movie, you had that one one guy that said, Well, you, you know, you're fired, right?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Over the, yeah. over the, um,
2: I was protesting.
1: like, what a fucking time. You're in the passenger seat. He's your yeah. ride. <laughs> <laughs> now is the time, as good as any or whatever, to tell you you're fired. Jesus Christ. Um, but that moment, that, and the one earlier where Charlie gets them to disperse before the later.
0: With, without having to do anything. All yeah. I had to do was send um, Kate Dennings over there and just say, hey, Charlie said. <laughs> yeah. Um... And that was after he learned, you know, kind of like the moral of, I wouldn't say the moral of story, but like the moral of popularity or how they explain it to him is it's not, it's not about being popular. It's what you do with the popularity yeah so he was able so after he learned that lesson he was like hey just go tell him to come back later we got a better idea
1: yeah he's trying to be responsible i i really liked those moments because you could see uh the principles robert Downey jr's face just just everything you saw how insecure he felt seeing how um ineffective his own efforts were compared to charlie's
0: and how charlie just snapped his fingers and everything was was fixed for the time being at least
1: i literally when uh charlie asked susan to go over and break them up that's when i wrote like high schoolers think they have everything figured out adults think they have everything figured out neither is right but uh Oh my, my notebook is just falling apart. Cool.
0: Is that your is that your expensive Kingsman notebook?
1: No. No, I'm I'm not writing in those. <laughs> as stupid as that sounds, I'm not writing in those notebooks. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, this is just a notebook I found in my storage unit while I was clearing some stuff out and
3: it's so, like, yep. Anyway. Um Yeah, just uh I love yeah, this well, so-, so much. So you're saying
0: kids think they have it all figured out, adults think they have it all figured out, and then Robert Downey Jr. Why did you take everything away from me? <laughs> when he's when he's talking about you know, Charlie taking his daughter, the the reasons why he thought they were romantic. So,
1: which they were. I mean, before that,
0: yeah, um, and that's and that's kind of what he explains too. Is you know, she was the first one I met. Like, I liked her since then. Or she he explained to her. You were the first one I met.
1: I basically liked you from the first time I saw you. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Oh, I also like how even though he he wants to be popular, he's not afraid to go take a total left turn when he should be going right. Like the auditions. I got so excited rewatching that because everyone else is just doing Shakespeare because it's Shakespeare. And he's just like, they told him to. Oh, they. Did. Oh, yeah. I forgot that. He
2: yeah, he he's...
1: he wasn't uh, shy about not following that directive, and he doubly wasn't shy about being pretending to be a woman getting her period for the first time, which are yeah. two things I would never have thought of doing in high school. <laughs> like not o- not only because I was the like the least popular person in my class, um. But just no matter where I was, unless I was the tip top popular, then I might consider. I I know one of our the popular kids in my class in like seventh and eighth grade just ran around in a dress (laughs) like one day, like they they I don't know some project was like he was in a in a like. Addressed like Belle from Beauty and the Beast. And he was so not shy about just going in the window of, like, <laughs> classrooms and, like, dancing. <laughs> like, that's confidence, at least when I was in school, that you had because you were the shit. <laughs> and you didn't have to worry about anything. You had it figured out. His name was <laughs> Quinn. Uh, Shout out Quinn. Uh, he was nice to me. He was, he was nice to me in 7th and 8th grade i knew him then but um
3: yeah yeah
0: i i would there's and I, we've talked about quite a few of them quite a few of the topics but there's a lot of minute topics that this movie does really really well i mean i i think if you're old enough you should you should watch this movie i'm for me i think 10s just a little too young but i think go before you go into high school i think This is a good movie to watch. This is a really good uh, coming-of-age movie that handles a lot of topics really well. I mean, it's just overall a really good movie.
1: Find all the 12 and 13-year-olds you know. Tell them to go to Tubi. You don't even have to sign up for a free account. You can continue as a guest. (laughs) They won't check your age. Just go on. It's like pirating it because you don't have to pay for it. <laughs> but you're doing it legally.
0: Yep. And you watched you it on it.
1: Tubi, right?
0: No, I rented it.
1: No. All right. I'll send you six or seven bucks.
0: I'm good. <laughs> Come on. It, was, it, it was, I think, $4.99, but <laughs> it was fine. Come on. Because I'll, pro- I'll probably <laughs> end up buying a copy of this movie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a good movie to have. I mean, it's a movie that I'll probably go back to eventually. Um, Probably not anytime soon, but because I'm too busy, too wrapped up in Arrival. (laughs) (laughs) I think there's some other movies I've got coming too. So, gotta watch them too.
1: The one thing I'm bummed about is I'm looking on uh, Amazon right now and I don't think Charlie Bartlett has a Blu ray.
0: Yeah, it has a Blu ray, but it's a two pack or a two pack or a three pack.
2: Oh. Yeah, it's
0: on there. Because it was linked with like Biodome and something else too. Hmm.
3: Yeah. Boy. Uh, Whoa. Let me pause because I got to take this call. Be yeah. right back. Sorry.
1: It's important. Sorry about that. Had to take that call. It was important. I will not go into details Uh, being recorded, but did you see in the meantime the Discord? Oh, but-
0: no, did, uh, did
1: you win? I, I won in Chan won. So, uh, what Jay's, uh, or no, not Jay, uh, Jason's wife, uh, won a mug and I did.
0: Yeah, did you see? Um, I tried to trade uh, guacamole a mug that I wasn't gonna win for
2: <laughs> what, skateboard
0: deck. I tried to trade her a um, a mug that I wasn't gonna win for that skateboard deck. <laughs>
1: No, I did not see that. What oh. uh, we're for anybody listening, we're talking about the granny shift in uh, Discord uh, and Patreon that anyone can be a part of that we're not directly related to. We won't. Uh, They're like
0: second anything. cousins.
1: <laughs> we would date them. <laughs> <laughs> because that's okay right
0: yeah yeah i don't know what that means uh all right sorry where where, where, were we but only you can only date jay if you like double mayo sandwiches
1: (laughs) i haven't been i hate to say this on record but i have not listened to episodes since like the first mass and furious movie (laughs) (laughs) i'm Uh, still i'm still their first patron (laughs) and their longest
0: patron I prefer listening to them live when they do their live, because then I can talk to them and stuff and I can interject and help them out. Sure. Um, I,
1: I've dropped into a couple of those. Anyway, what were you saying? Sorry, that was a that was an important uh, call.
0: Yeah, it was about hookers and blow. I got it.
1: No, it was relating <laughs> to my daughter.
0: <laughs> no, you're good. I don't care. I was joking.
1: <laughs> and hookers and blow. She, yeah, realized, okay, good. She, she has a problem. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, what movie was that? There was a movie that we watched. I don't remember if it was us or if I watched it. Um, Describe it and I'll guess. Don't even tell me if you remember. Um, there were a couple laying in bed, husband and wife. The husband answers the phone. It's about it's his, her mom or something like that, or his mom. And she's asking for her. And he says, you know she doesn't get home until, um, or you know she likes having breakfast with her pimp at 7.30.
1: Breakfast with her? What you cut
0: out? Breakfast with a pimp at six or at seven thirty. Oh, it was so funny.
1: Nope, I have no idea I what you're talking about. Although yeah. everyone should watch Hustle and Flow, something with yeah. real pimps and hookers, and a masterpiece.
3: Um, but yeah, what were we saying? I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> oh, uh, we
0: were looking up Amazon. I don't see any Blu-ray copies. I only see DVDs.
1: Yeah, I am I'm on blu-ray.com and uh it it just has the summary. Man, they didn't even give a shit enough to put a link. <laughs> yeah, it's uh I think if you have a, if you want HD, you got to go digital.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh but That's- I'm going to add Hustle and Flow to my list cuz I only made
3: 23.5 million at the box office. And that movie is a fucking masterpiece. God damn. Eight Mile made
1: 242.9 million. I know that, you know, Eminem's popular, but I'm going to say it now. I'm going to be brave. Eight Mile is shit compared to Hustle and Flow. <laughs> <Hopefully>. <laughs> I love a laugh at a hiccup. <laughs> anyway.
0: Yeah. Can I, I'm trying to Google it and I can't figure it out. So but I, know, I, a
1: I honestly think it just doesn't have a blu-ray unfortunately
0: yeah it, it probably doesn't i mean if you can't find it on Amazon, it probably doesn't yeah i think they just
1: were like you know what? i'm just gonna cut we're gonna cut our losses just upload the hd copy to itunes
0: <laughs> oh i was super confused on i'm um, because i'm looking at still on amazon um why they have back to school home for the holidays richard th- richard third richard three and Charlie Bartlett all in the same on the same pack. I was like, those movies have nothing to do with each other. And I realized they're all Robert Downey Jr. movies.
1: <laughs> uh, send me the link because I have no. I when you said back to school, I was like, back to school items.
0: <laughs> yeah, but the movie Back to School, Charlie Bartlett, Home for the Holidays, Richard Richard III or Richard the Third. I don't know how you want to say that, but it was just I was so confused. Back to you. school. I got you. I found it. Oh, maybe Control V. Nope. Oh yeah,
1: (laughs) the Robert Downey Jr. collection.
0: Yeah, but I was just looking at the title, the movie titles. I wasn't looking at like the actual listing. Yeah. Yeah. um...
3: Mm. Yeah.
0: I mean, this movie does does what it does very very well. Um...
1: Well, Hell, it even took the uh, what I would say is a trope of the genre the um monologuing my past and flipped it on its head when Mm -hmm. she mentions his father for the first time and he does this whole big like he was cia came back from iraq and iran and uh you know all these other places and then made a and then it was like but he died from an ice cream truck and like <laughs> any other movie you'd be like fuck that's poetic you know yeah you, you survive multiple wars and then you just die tragically Fuck, <laughs> it's just bullshit just complete yankee yankee doodle <laughs> that oh oh actually uh Right before that, the awkwardness of the mother when she comes in and starts singing the song and is just like oh, yeah, there okay. and it, like I, I love that because even Charlie Barlett, the person we've seen be such a caring kid for his mom like not going through any rebellious phase can still be embarrassed <laughs> by his mom yeah, perfect.
0: Yeah, I mean it was funny. I mean, super awkward, really funny, because they're both singing the same song. Is it? Is it? Yeah, yeah. It's the it's the one song that she sings at the end too. Um, if you're gonna live
3: high, live high. Oh yeah, forgot that. Um, I love.
1: Him saying uh if it would help your decision, I would be considerably less likely to take my own life if you said yes. <laughs> 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 and just everyone in that room knew that there is a kernel of truth, but a whole spread of manipulation.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean it's he's he says he says that as like serious but he's also joking at the same time um but the did you see what the movie title was
1: uh yeah uh or I've, i'm forgetting it but i i read it
0: um was it hell comes with a locker or something like that yeah or something? Something. basically he's referring to school and the pressures and everything that like that goes on at school and the kind of you kind of get to see the play for about two seconds yeah. And it's kind of they're getting peer pressure or um the girl's getting peer pressured and they're doing drugs or something like that and
1: that's what they think
0: yeah come to find out it's not actually peer pressure
1: well it was peer pressure but it was very for a positive result <laughs> <laughs> drugs positive result <laughs> oh the singing
0: oh right yes yes absolutely, yeah.
1: absolutely. Sorry. Uh, you know one thing that I actually noticed on this viewing that I've never noticed before
0: what? are you waiting for me to respond or are you good I figured that was rhetorical I,
1: I was pausing to give you the I, I didn't oh. want to just steam be like <laughs> it was rhetorical but in case you were like what I didn't want to just be talking over you <laughs> so I gave a pause uh is is that a rhetorical question it just
0: gets gets punched in the face
1: um his he he was practicing his speech for
3: mr mohawk
0: yep the school bully
3: and i think he practices speech for kip like that whole
1: his whole speech about the universe the single life organisms and uh you could have ended up as a single like organism on i don't know yeah. zorp or you know in any other time when you you can uh watch listen to any type of music when you can look up pornography on the internet <laughs> you know it it felt so honest and i always loved you know what he was saying but i i think he uh that was another one of his canned speeches like he he wanted to get it just right and i just think we uh s- smartly they left out him practicing yeah
0: <laughs> yeah to make it come off more natural
1: also just wouldn't have been necessary to do it to, it would it would have felt weird to see him i think practicing that speech that he ultimately would say to someone who is suicidal
2: yeah,
0: I mean, it probably came off poorly, but I mean,
1: but it makes sense. Like I I would prefer him practice.
0: Yeah. Especially something that important. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: But, uh, Uh, you know, when he, when he drops the whole act and they just fucking sit around and fuck around. I mean, most people, I I didn't know this. I, I learned it along the way, but that can be the most important part. Uh, for people who are anybody you know just just having people to just sit around with and shoot the shit you know you don't yeah. necessarily be, have be, to say exactly the right thing
0: just to be heard just to be be heard be considered be represented
1: ha- know that someone's willing to quote unquote waste time with you
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> even if it's not wasting time yeah Always remember, take your time, but don't waste your time.
1: I have no idea what you're referencing.
0: Um, that was one of um, Chadwick Boswin, Bosman's last Bosman. words. Yeah, <sighs> was it one of his last words or one of his last like speeches that he gave? That's that's what he concluded <sighs> it with. Is, take your time, but don't waste your time.
3: Ah, uh,
1: I love that. That breaks my heart. I think. I mean. You can waste your time a little bit.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, wait, you, we wait, we waste, waste enough of it.
1: <laughs> wasting time can be helpful for it. It can still be useful, I guess. I guess it still be, still fits what he said. <laughs> like yeah. if you just fuck off and play twelve hours of a video game, that might be exactly what you need.
0: Yeah, it definitely might be. Or you know, doing whatever. I mean, playing basketball. Heroine. watching movies heroin could be what you needed at that time everyone um, needs
1: a heroin sy-
0: synthetic meth um <laughs> i was talking about female heroes i was talking about or um <laughs> <laughs> not Rolin. what's the other one adderall adderall <laughs> F- fentanyl <laughs> synthetic meth, uh. meth- methylate
1: You know the fact that I've done, essentially done meth <laughs> makes me think meth and I might not be that bad.
0: <laughs> yeah, you and Get half it. the state of you and half the state of Florida apparently.
1: I quit Ritalin and Adderall real easy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bath salts, little t- little sticky.
1: <laughs> you know what? To name drop Kingsman, Kingsman: The Golden Circle. You know I can drop sugar for a while, and it's eight times more addictive than cocaine. Maybe I need to try cocaine. No. Maybe. No. 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 Kidding. 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 Everybody, please. I don't endorse either of those. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't endorse quitting sugar or starting cocaine.
1: No, I mean the heroin or the meth. The meth and the cocaine. Yeah. Don't I, also don't, I also don't. I mean, you can quit sugar.
0: <laughs> uh, But I can't. It's eight times more. <laughs> oh, man yeah i just i'm i wish this movie would have came out later i mean i'm glad it came out when it did i wish i would have saw i wish i would have seen it earlier in my life um but i wish i wish this movie would have came out later i think it would the would have hit it would have hit different
1: you know i i wish i had said this in the non-spoiler section but i i wanted to just take a moment and like uh, how familiar are you with anton yelchin
0: um what do you know know about him um he's from charlie bartlett i know that he died because you said rest in peace and i know because i looked it up he was crushed by his jeep (laughs) that was it that's all i got
1: yeah i just wanted to highlight an interview he gave while promoting the green room which is a great horror movie with patrick stewart as an evil nazi um great movie whoa, whoa
0: what so, run that run that line run that last line one more time you heard
1: me <laughs>
2: yeah i did but i want to make sure i heard you right
1: nah i'm gonna leave it because you heard me right <laughs> anyway he he was in an interview and like i don't know that it's important but it might be important detail for what he said but you know you can see him he his hair is thinning uh, Anton Yelchin's even though he's like how, I don't know how old was Anton Yelchin when he died? 27, 27. you know he even though he was 27 and he, would, I forget how they get on this topic but he's talking about like the movies he's been in and even if they're not the best movies at the end of the day he was just taking a moment to say how thankful he was, even if it's a bad movie, that this is what he gets to do. Cause he could have been doing soul crushing work that most of most people have to do something that he didn't love that he was always focused on reminding himself how thankful he was to get to do this. And Him It's funny that you mentioned Chadwick Boseman In this I think him, Paul Walker And Chadwick Boseman are like the three Deaths, celebrity deaths that hit The most For me, not only because They were so young That there was another 60 years, at least For each of them That they just lost out on And their families lost out on, but that they still they were genuinely seemed genuinely healthy people and kind people. So yeah, there's not an ultimate ending to that. I just actually
3: wanted to like give my respects because, you know, I don't know where I'm going with this, but
1: it just fucking suck.
0: Yeah, well especially because I'm reading here about his death. I mean, he got trapped between his uh, Jeep Grand Cherokee and a uh, pillar. And it yes. was described as a freak accident because I guess uh the vehicle transmission was not not put in park. He rolled back on his driveway which is on a steep hill and ended up trapping him against a uh, pillars and a security fence and the Jeep Cherokee.
1: That's interesting. I'll have to look into that cuz I thought I thought that there had been some manufacturing defect that they hadn't recalled yet or that they had, but they hadn't obviously done a good enough job to get him to bring it back. Um, but I could be wrong. But yeah, he was he was just on his way to band practice, I believe.
0: Uh, yeah, rehearsal. It doesn't say what, just rehearsal. But I also see here that he uh, once played in a punk band called the Hammerheads. <laughs> and he was also a fan of acoustic blues music.
1: I don't know what that sounds like. <laughs>
0: oh they, and, it, it's no. <laughs> just
1: no no singing, right? Just all instruments.
0: Yeah. I mean I'm sure it's like um Yeah. Like I'm trying to think the Green Book.
1: Oh, the, the movie that solved racism?
0: Yes. <laughs> With uh Marshall Ali. Yeah. Hey, it got him the
1: role of Blade because he got an Oscar and he just dropped it down like big balls on a desk. was tra- tra- like, I'm, I, I'm Blade now.
0: <laughs> I'm trading my Oscar for Blade. Thank you. Okay.
1: <laughs> oh, you, but no, I'm serious. Did you hear that story? No. <laughs> like after he won the Oscar, he walked into Kevin Feige's office and he was essentially like, Hey, I'm going to be Blade now. <laughs> I heard uh, Wesley Snipes isn't available. Um, I'm available. Uh, no, seriously, I don't think they've even confirmed if it's a movie or a Disney Plus show. <laughs> like that's how oh, wow. long ago
0: they announced <laughs> that he was so going to be this, playing Blade. So this is like, um, this is like a what you call it? Project for him? A passion project? Then?
1: I I don't doubt it. He's the. If anyone didn't know, he's the voice at in the post credit scene of the Eternals. When he's uh that's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to reveal who he is talking to, in case you haven't oh,
0: seen it. Yeah. A certain that, uh, certain moon character. What? Isn't he talking to a certain moon character?
1: No, Moon Knight is going to be played by Oscar Isaac in a Disney yeah, show. Yeah, that movie
0: looks that movie looks I think that's a t- is it a show or a movie. It's a show. Oh, that still looks sick.
1: And I have not watched the trailer yet. Oh, um, that tra-
0: that trailer is
1: sweet. And by the way, like since I'm seeing on the Google page, like Anton Yelchin was the star of Odd Thomas, and he was perfect for the role, but that movie was not good. It was directed by the guy who did The Mummy, and um. The Mummy 2 and G.I. Joe Rise of Cobra. Uh, and this was not a um fun time action movie. It was a it was adapted from a great very low stakes or um a book by Dean Koontz that didn't have a lot of whiz bang to it, let's say, and uh the director was wrong for him. But oh, he actually, I had seen him in Alpha Dog. I forgot about that. That was a 2006 movie with Bruce Willis, uh, Justin Timberlake, Ben Foster,
3: Emile Hirsch, and Sharon Stone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking through his list. The only thing I've seen is
0: Charlie Bartlett.
1: <laughs> yeah, you need to watch that Star Trek movie. Um, I wouldn't recommend Dodd Thomas. Like I said. Green Room's amazing. Terminator Salvation sucks. Alpha Dog yeah. is good. I would recommend Alpha Dog.
0: Kiss Kiss Finger Bang.
1: Is that a real movie he was in?
0: Yes. Dr. Jack Stewart.
1: Did you say Kiss Kiss Finger Bang?
0: Yes. It oh. was in...
1: Hugu was in Odd Thomas. And Willem Dafoe. Sorry.
0: Yeah, it was in 2015.
1: Oh, a short film. Gotcha.
0: Yeah, still. I'm
1: going to watch that after this review.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's 11 minutes. Why not?
0: Oh, okay. Um, yeah, you're not wasting a whole lot then.
1: And there's a, there's a website that... Uh, okay, this website's acting weird, but it seems like I can just watch it for free.
3: Um, yeah, this is... I don't think I'll ever get tired of this movie. I'll say that.
0: Okay. Yeah. I mean, I would probably get tired of it, but I mean, I think it serves a great purpose. Um, I think it's a movie that a lot of people should watch. Um, if you thought high school wasn't perfect, or if you thought high school was bad, if you were one of the popular kids in high school, then this movie's probably not for you, but <laughs>
1: I mean, it might be because, you know, the popular kid in the school has anxiety about going off and, you know, wanting to paint in France for a year. And the bully has anxiety because he doesn't believe that he can have the woman of his dreams that he wants to date because he's, he he's, I don't know, trash. Like, he feels like he's trash. Oh, and his speech, his speech felt so real to him because, man. Can Which I tell one? you the 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 one to the uh the bully when he's trying to make a deal oh, with him? Yeah, out of cuz the idea of teachers just like, yep, that kid no future. I'm not going to invest in. That felt too real hearing about it. Like it...
0: That, yeah, I... but they but they also made a deal out of necessity.
1: I I meant the uh, the part about teachers judging him and yeah. not not caring about him.
0: Right. Yeah. But um, I mean, they kind of made that deal out of necessity for each other. They kind of needed each other in that that deal. The way it started out.
3: Oh yeah. Um.
1: It's it's just set. Like I've had mean teachers. I'm sure everyone's had mean teachers. It just doesn't make sense to me why you would be in that profession that's so unrelatively underpaid. <laughs> you know, if you don't actually care, like yeah. why why not quit if you get that jaded. Find some yeah. <laughs> There's there's that uh, classic joke of like your teachers kept telling you like if you don't pass this test or get good grades you'll end up being a garbage man. They never told us the garbage men made more money than them. You know? (laughs) Like they could be a garbage man. They could make more money in other well, they could have, you know, these days, who knows? (laughs) (laughs) With the evolution of unions and shit.
0: Follow your passion. Do what you want to do.
1: Yeah. But um I think I'm out of things to bring up on my own. Do you have anything else you want to talk about in this
2: movie?
0: Um, you know, I think we talked about a lot of the the major things, a lot of the major topics that this movie brings up. Um, I also want to point out that if you were that drunk for that many days, driving into a pool is not going to sober you up that fast.
1: <laughs> driving into a pool is what?
0: D- diving into a pool is not oh. going to sober you up that fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it might, it might like snap some adrenaline, and you might like see some clarity for a second but you'd still be not safe enough to drive
1: (laughs) it's a good thing that charlie barley clearly has a driver's license since we saw him driving earlier yeah because i hope they didn't get there with the uh the the now fired principal (laughs) driving there
0: um yeah so you've got you got this principal fired are you gonna stroll into that man's house (laughs) i mean he knocks on the door it kind of pops open and then he just walks in.
1: That that's what I like about Charlie though. You know, he's still I was expecting him to he, get shanked. He, he, <laughs> I wouldn't have been surprised. It would feel like a very different movie. I wouldn't have been surprised. But like he'll he's willing to push past any nerves or awkwardness to just do the right thing. Yeah. That uh, like when he gets rejected by the popular kids at uh lunch his first day he's not shy about uh inviting his friend len len yep to sit with him um
3: yeah
0: yeah and then he kind of works his way through it and kind of introduces himself gets beat up by the bully and takes (laughs) off from there but um i also thought it was kind of cool to see because um, they had talked about how Robert Downey Jr. was a history teacher, became the principal, kind of seemed it kind of seemed like he didn't want to, or he took the job out of the necessity.
1: Or he and then to see him... thought it was a good idea and then regretted yeah, it. Yeah,
0: regretted it. Yeah. So it was kinda of cool to see him at the end go back to being a history teacher and then look like he was enjoying himself.
3: Yeah. So obviously
0: he's not not a boat fanatic anymore (laughs) (laughs) he
1: uh that's an interesting part i never thought of that he he discarded the uh, the weird hobby he adapted as like a part of his sobriety he like he was still i don't i'm thinking maybe there was some symbolism that i can't figure out right now Give me, give me a few days to marinate that but it is I wouldn't be surprised if it was meant as like a poetic thing of him just destroying his ho- weird hobby that he actually didn't care about
0: um, Yeah, after getting fired from prin- being the principal yeah yeah the first shot he misses he makes two other ones <laughs> and fires one in the air
3: (laughs) yeah there was something else i was thinking but i i just lost it um yeah i don't remember what i was gonna say yeah i mean uh this movie
0: fantastic fantastic coming of age fantastic acting i think they i think whoever wrote this really thought everything out um didn't waste a whole lot of dialogue for no reason um
2: yeah.
0: Um Kate uh Dennings has her own office and it's in the back of a cutout car.
1: <laughs> oh yes. Step into my office. Um only because someone might shank you one day for it. I I gotta point out her name's Kat.
0: <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> her, yeah. <laughs> her 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 real name is Catherine.
1: Oh,
3: nice. Um
0: and her, her, and Dennings is not in her name.
3: <laughs> it's not.
0: No. Catherine Victoria Ladowick. L- L- Ladowack? Litwack? I'm going with Litwack. That's what I'm going with. Okay. L-I-T L-I-T-W-A-C-K. Litwack that's what i'm going with from Man. brian mauer pennsylvania look at that
3: <laughs> 35 years old <laughs> yeah um yeah i'm giving up i can't remember what i was gonna say <laughs> yeah.
0: I, th- I think like i said i think the writers did a really good job or the writer writers whoever did this did a really good job thinking this through um and i really hope that their high school experience wasn't like this <laughs> wasn't they weren't they weren't the kip of high schools because i think to write something like this you kind of had to have a messed up high school or you had to be on one of those like borderline you know some days you're popular some days you're not kind of line and you got to teeter back and forth because i don't think somebody that's was super popular in high school could write something like this i think yeah. their, their views would have been too jaded
1: it's interesting it is a very interesting balance because have you seen the movie 13 no i watched it when i was a kid but it was uh it was a semi-autobiographical um
0: wow say that twice hmm? say that say that twice
1: <laughs> semi-autobiographical 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 Semi-autobiographical. what's going on <laughs> that
0: just seems like a lot of that seems like a wasted way of saying like autobiography Man. or just seems like a really compl- convoluted way
1: well it was directed by the woman who directed the first twilight film before she did oh, that fantastic. it's it's a better film than that it has uh the woman who voiced elastigirl as a mother it has evan rachel woods in her breakout performance or at least you know her first one um uh it has uh, one of the women who was in the family the vampire family in twilight um and that woman uh that was her like she pulled from what actually happened to her she was the loser in the movie anyway it's very it can be very dark and intense and most high school movies or young adult movies are like lighter like they might have struggles but they're of a lighter tone generally like
0: and they typically make it through and
1: yeah like an easy a or like a mean girls where there's some tribulations and stuff but ultimately it's uh it's a very uh it's more surface level and i think this one finds a
3: beautiful balance between those two extremes um anyway yeah yeah, so I,
0: think, I think this is I think this is going to be written by somebody who I'm sitting here thinking about it. This has got to be somebody that written by somebody who was in high school kind of floated between popular and not popular depending on the day.
1: And I so, wish this I, got I can't, more popular. I can't
0: imagine, yeah, I can't imagine this being written by somebody who's super popular in high school or somebody who was on the opposite end of it because I think it would have turned out on a darker tone.
1: All right. So the writer is Gustin Nash.
0: So, uh, oh, he was definitely picked on in high school.
1: His name was <laughs> Gustin, Yeah. Uh, his next movie that he wrote was *Youth and Revolt*, which was a funnish movie, or it was fun. It was fun. It just won't. Yeah, it's
0: got it. the guy from *Superbad*.
1: No, oh, yeah, it's. It, uh, yeah, I'd recommend *Youth and Revolt*. I don't think it would uh, stick as long as, with you as long as this one.
3: Um, yeah,
0: and that I was also
1: just... an adaptation.
0: Yeah, I think this is... Oh, Steve Buscemi. There you go. Um, yeah, I think I think this movie will stick with me for a while.
1: Oh, man. He hasn't had a produced movie since Youth and
0: Revolt. In 2010, yeah. He only, he only has the two, it looks like.
1: I hope he... Uh... I hope he kept selling screenplays, though.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, what was the... Um... What was that actor or that uh, writer's name that Gus. wrote the one movie? No, that wrote the, the movie The Female. What? Before Gus. You what was that about lady's th- name? 13? Yes. Okay. What was her name?
3: Uh, I'm getting it. <laughs> uh, writers Catherine
1: Hardwick and Nikki Reed. Catherine Hardwick is the director, Nikki Reed is the person who it happened
0: to. Okay. Why do you ask? And me? and what was the movie that she did after after
3: this after thirteen? Uh, I mentioned Twilight. Why? what's the joke? Be- because
0: if our rating and <laughs> reviews match on Spotify and Apple,
2: <laughs> or if they total
0: seventeen, seventeen together, seventeen <laughs> or more together. We'll watch Twilight Breaking Down part two. And I will watch it with zero context on what's going on in the movie.
1: <laughs> uh this movie may have been a mushroom.
0: This movie may have been an an edibly mushroom.
1: But either way, this movie was dope. Because
0: movies, movies are, are dope. <laughs> dope.
1: Follow along on Instagram and movies are dope and follow Brad at.
0: Brad F912. All
1: right. Uh, the next movie uh, is a surprise because I haven't decided what it is. And that movie will do the marble stream. Uh, I, re- a... I realized about 10 minutes ago that we hadn't prepared the 20 movies we were going to do for the marble stream this one. So. I decided that we're going to do that odd, odd choice from the loser of the marble stream so that we have time to collect those 20 movies. So deal, uh, come back and find a great movie. Maybe we'll do star Trek 2009.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't be opposed. I mean, Oops, I put my volume down on my headset.
1: It's definitely not an underrated movie, but I, I just, like some detail it's not gonna be star trek 2009 i'll do better (laughs) it's a it's a fun star trek 2009 is a fun uh it's a fun action movie i would i was gonna say a b movie like a uh, instead of an a a plus but it's not it's it's just a solid movie it's not gonna stick with you you know But you're going to walk out and be like, that was a fun time. That was a solid, uh, fun, fun time. Anyway, uh, we'll figure that out. Uh, Thank you, everybody. Thank you, gals.
3: And see you next Friday. Bye.